people function better when they're high. All right, what is up, everyone? Today we have Sarah Levine, or is it Levine? Levine, Levine, you got it. Okay, co-host of Not Another True Crime podcast and the MI the Asshole podcast. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Nailed so it. do you, um, what do you think about Adam Levine? <laughs> it's so funny because like I used to say, uh, you know, like Levine, like Adam Levine. And now I'm like, you know, we don't claim him. <laughs> don't claim him. No. Oh my gosh. That was such a nice, like Salt Lake City reference. Do you watch? <laughs> oh my God. I didn't watch it because I'm like really saving it for a time that I, I can just like sit down, no distractions. It's really good. It's, well, it used to be my favorite franchise. It was a little rocky with season two because of some issues, but it might still be like already after episode one. I think it's, it's top for me, but I will say Beverly Hills this season, I'm finding a lot of people are saying it's not good. I'm like, I don't know. What more could you want? Like everybody's fighting and Erica's being sued. Like, I don't, how much better does it get? Yeah, I just don't like that franchise as a whole. I don't know. Like, it's just, I could never, I don't think I could ever picture myself being at a table with those women and them talking like that and me not like just Teresa Judy saying, yeah, being like, what the hell? I know. I feel like I would just be friends with Garcelle and just like talk shit in the corner. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. I, so I follow you on Not Another True Crime podcast, your Instagram, and then it turns out you also run the Am I the Asshole podcast, which I follow Am I the Asshole on Twitter. I don't know if you're the same, but that whole thing is like, I am obsessed with Yes. <laughs> They're not us, but I mean, it's the same idea for the podcast. Like we look at the, we talk about those like crazy situations that you see them post and we just go off about it. Oh my gosh. I love it. There was one about like some guy, he was like, he's, he said he was a bigger guy who was trained in opera and he was cool. visiting his friend or something. And the neighbor was making a ton of noise or something in the morning. And so she like came over to complain and to him for some reason. And so he just sat, sang in a loud voice, like, be gone, you woman. Like, I'm, oh my God. I'm just imagining, like I read it, but I'm imagining it was like very loud. And I guess she got scared and just ran over. <laughs> that is amazing. I haven't read that one. There was another one that sticks out to me um, because it reminds me of like the Bravo community and Bravo fandom. And it was um, this girl who um, whose parents met in a Harry Potter fan club, like online group or whatever. Oh, boy. Back in the day, obviously, like at least 20 years ago because they were in college. And um, they I guess because of their fandom of Harry Potter, every Christmas they make the whole family watch all the Harry Potter movies. And like it's like a tradition and they even name their kids after Harry Potter characters. And so this person writing in has a Harry Potter character name and said, uh, I mean, it, which one is it? Like if it's Ron, that's, you know, that's fine, but <laughs> I don't know, but it was, oh, no. she didn't say in the post, but she said that, you know, she was 
tired, like fed up with being forced to watch, but like this Oh, I one- remember this one. Like they had to watch it like constantly. Like they were yeah. watching this movie and it's like enough. Yeah, they will. I guess they said like no cell phones or whatever. So then she wanted to knit. It's <laughs> like, they're like, no, you can't knit. Like you must, we're taping your eyes open. You have to watch Goblet of Fire. My God. Well, she, I guess she just snapped and yelled like, no one cares that you were a big name in the Harry Potter online group back <laughs> in the day and like stormed out and left and went to their friends. And I thought that was just so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I feel like, yeah, the more you read that subreddit, you're like, certain people just shouldn't have kids. <laughs> well, I'm just imagining, like, because there's straight men that are starting to come out of the straight closet in the Bravo community, which I think is, like, so fascinating. Wait, what, what do you mean? <laughs> so, okay, it all started, I think, with Ryan Bailey. I, I started my podcast, and... I'm like, I want to get to know other content creators, other podcast podcast hosts and things like that. So I've been reaching out and, you know, checking everyone out. And I came across Ryan Bailey and he said that he was married once to a woman. And I was like, what? And it just like, it says more about me, obviously, than him. But I was like blown away by the concept of a straight man watching Bravo. Oh yes, okay. I get that. It's yeah, it's it's not expected. Yeah. So then, and then I met another one, Rex Weed. So I had uh, Rex Weed on. I had Ryan Bailey on, and then I had Brav Bros, who have just their podcast <laughs> have blown up in the last like three months. I don't. Do you know them? No, but that's a great name. It is right. I was like Brav Brav, and I was like, are these people straight? So then I looked, yes. and sure enough, they seem straight. So I'm like. And then I like, I just invited them on and they were like, we're trying to break the stigma of straight guys watching Bravo. Thank goodness. Cause I'm like, that's, this is like my sports. Like I, yes, I need something I can, to. yes. I need something I can like connect with the straight men on. I try to get my boyfriend into Bravo. He doesn't, I don't know. He says he doesn't really like it, but then like I'll be watching and like Beverly Hills, I thought was a pretty good starter because I was like. Okay, so she used to be married to Will Smith, and then she also dated Will Smith. She's being sued because her husband was, like, the lawyer that they based Aaron Brockovich off of. Like, So I had all these, like, connections that I was able to kind of, like, get him on board with. And he, he's, I feel like he seemed into it. My <laughs> husband is slowly getting on board. He's like, I think... It is a lot to go right into the housewives, so I try to warm him up with, like, below deck... I feel like that's true. People... I got him into like Summer House for a bit too. Oh yeah, Summer House is a good one because it's just like hot people. Yeah, like, just like fighting in the hands. You're like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like always in their underwear. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, do you think that's normal? Because I don't live in a house where we walk around in thongs, and I just like, I don't know if that's normal for other people. <laughs> I. I mean, I do that when I'm by myself at home. <laughs> yeah, by myself, I would do that. But I guess, I don't know. Do other people do this around their friends? I just don't. I feel like. Are they told? I would walk around in like underwear? a bra and underwear with my friends, but maybe not a thong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me more about you. I want to know. 
how did you wind up becoming a podcast host? What's your background? Where do you live? All that stuff. You don't have to give me your address, but <laughs> yeah. So um, I live in New York City, and I don't know. I, I honestly got the idea for like this true crime podcast in 2018. Um, I was working at Betches Media at the time, like full time. Um, and they didn't have a true crime podcast, and I just thought it would be interesting because I think a lot of the audience is like uh, crosses over. Yes. Um, so I just kind of pitched the idea and it, it would be, you know, just like one, one topic per episode, not like cereal or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I've just been kind of doing it ever since then. And I've been doing it with my good friend, Danny Murphy for a couple of years now. And we also love Bravo too. So I love when there's like a crossover of like Jen Shaw and like Erica. I, I love that stuff. Yes. And that's what attracted me to your account because I love true crime before I like came out of the closet as a Bravo lover. I was <laughs> diehard an ID addict. I watched the ID channel yes. investigation discovery to the point where I knew all the stories and like some of the same stories are being used in different show formats and I'm like oh my god this that's is so that's so interesting I didn't know they would do that oh yeah they do that <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy because there's like there's no shortage of stories that need to be told like they could definitely I know. find some other people that's well I, I just find well for me I was talking to uh Natalie Poucher about this yesterday but for me, true crime, like, I want to know the mind of someone who is mentally ill enough to do a crime like that so that I know what to be aware of if I come across anyone who's like that. I could be like, oh, my God, they might be psycho. But also, like, Forensic Files, that's what really kicked it off for me in college. Like, in yeah. the early 2000s, I was like, okay, if somebody ever tries to kill me, Always use your fingernails to get the DNA. Yes. Grab Except hair. I like to cut my nails short, so that's not a good... I, I should probably fix yeah, that. Yeah, you always got to have, like, a tiny bit <laughs> of a lip. Yes, I got to change that about myself. Yeah, because you got to leave evidence for the forensics. No, that's that's true. I I feel like people messaged us on the True Crime Instagram, and, and somebody said something like they would just leave a hair in an Uber like just in case i'm like that is intense um wow that's not a bad idea but also i don't know if that's necessary because like yeah. if you get in an uber like the app knows you're there but maybe if you get into like a weird ghost cab i think that's a good idea i don't know Wait, what's a what's a ghost cab like regular cab no it's like a <laughs> they're like unauthorized cabs oh like the ones in front of the airport yeah where they're like, like you the need a ride station. and then the signs are like don't go in that guy's car <laughs> exactly i know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah well there's sometimes where like there's all these intricacies so like with jen shaw in salt lake city there was this big thing about her uber driver and like someone got a hold of the uber driver i, I did not really get that that subplot like it it was weird i'm like okay yeah, so I, I guess she cheated on her husband but yeah, like was... he's the sweetest man ever first of all why is he still standing by her side like i but he seems like the the most loyal ride or die. I, I do know. not understand. I love He's too him. pure. Coach Shaw. Oh my gosh. So, well, since we love true crime and we love Bravo, what do you think about the comparison between like 
Coach Shaw and Erica being like the complicit spouse. Interesting. And, is it is it the same? Because they're not being treated the same, right? Yeah, that's a good point. And I feel like it would be easy to kind of like cry sexism. And I'm sure some people are. And maybe that plays into it. Um, I think number one, like Coach Shaw is really a background character. Like we don't hear from him very much. Um, yeah. And I also feel like Erica benefited like much more directly, at least from what we know, that like even though she didn't know about it and i guess that's the part that's been vindicated by the courts or like she wasn't involved in the scheme which i don't think anybody ever really thought to be honest mm-hmm. we were just like no you probably just didn't ask any questions as yeah. long as like the money was coming into your bank account you know like as far as we know jen shaw wasn't funneling money into like coach shaw's like company or whatever i'm picturing like some weird football collectibles exactly like, like exactly <laughs> what would he do with that like we know what jen shaw did with the money we saw her closet yeah my god <laughs> insane but her glam is always really good it is good and that was another thing about erica like she would spend so much money like how are you spending 20 grand a month on glam glam squad is like 185 dollars a pop like i do not get what's going on here yeah i do my own glam and i have long hair because i don't want to spend money on cutting my hair (laughs) (laughs) it's so wild i don't know and then we've never seen wait did Teresa judice plead guilty i think she did because they were able to sort of like stagger their jail sentences so that like somebody could watch the kids she like took a plea so I guess we have seen somebody take a plea before, but I don't know. It just feels so much different this time around with Jen Shaw and Erica. Like Teresa's crime was like tax evasion or something, right? Right. I feel like every celebrity at some point pretty much like all. gets accused of tax evasion, which is like, you guys have so much money, like just pay an accountant. It can't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like Robin, she just like didn't file her taxes or something my god i'm like robin (laughs) exactly but like jen shaw like literally orchestrated an entire like ponzi scheme basically yeah and like and it wasn't just like oh maybe these people won't notice this like five cents here and there it was like no let's target the old people who don't know any better and they can't figure out how to get out of this i know that was like depraved yeah. yeah, it's not good. And then with Erica, it's like, I actually, did you watch um, the Hulu special, The Housewife and the Hustler? I did. So have you watched Beverly Hills from the very beginning? Like all of it? Actually, no, I only started like last season and I was like, I don't think I missed anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Same. <laughs> well, like I started <clears throat> with Denise Richards last season and I was just so confused I'm like I don't understand this show <laughs> yeah I tried to start there and I was like ah no I'm not into this so and then weird. I just skipped ahead yeah and so like I didn't even have interest in anything I still was like who's Erica Jane even though I've seen the show and until that Hulu documentary and I was like floored obviously like to see that and I'm like holy shit she's like filming i think she or they just finished filming and then the documentary came out i was like she's gonna be on the show so we get to see like her how she is before 
this comes out and then we get to see her reaction after like mm. i hope and i was like willing to i was like let's just let's just give her the benefit of the doubt sure like, let's just say you know yeah because if that was me and i was truly innocent i would be mortified i would be apologizing i would yeah. be giving all the money back that I could or be like, what happened? Let me fix this. How do we do it? Right. So that's what I was like. Let me see her do that. And then it will, it'll like go away. This ugliness, this unsavory thing that's hanging over this yeah. franchise. But then instead she like just fucking doubled down and tripled down and oh my God, it's insane. Completely. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I understand, I could understand, like, not wanting to apologize because that implies guilt. Like, that's a huge thing that lawyers always say. Yeah. I get that. I think you could say that, honestly, and just say, like, I can't, like, comment so as whatever. Yeah. Um, because it, it's so normal to, like, not talk about ongoing legal cases. Um, yeah. But then, like, I don't know who the fuck told her this season that her strategy should be like, well, we don't even know if there were victims. Um <laughs> And it's like, Erica, what? <laughs> like, you think these burn victims just made it up? Like, you know, it's very easy to see if the money ever got to them. Yeah. Like, it's very easy. So or, that's your strategy? Yeah. Or another strategy, if she's like, you know what? I'm innocent, but I'm acknowledging that these people have been hurt. And I'm not saying that it was from yes. me. But I have empathy. And let me do something. Like, even Diana wrote a check. Or like made a fake fund or whatever she did. Like she did something. <laughs> but like Erica could use her fame and her, you know, like pop stardom or whatever. Throw a concert. Do a benefit. That's you true. Or even post. like she could set up a GoFundMe for them. I don't know. Exactly. Like just do something. Anything. Yeah. And she, it's like she refuses for some reason that's making it just so vile to watch i guess it's yeah it's vile i mean even if she doesn't do anything because i understand like waiting until the lawsuit plays out and everything but she's just like well i don't give a fuck about anyone but me and you're like that's what you're gonna say publicly like that's yeah strategy like it's crazy to watch like you really care more about a pair of earrings than you yeah. care about like these people who like lost their loved ones in a plane crash it's just yeah. like I mean, it's just, like, so morally corrupt. Like, it's really depraved. I don't know. Morally corrupt. <laughs> Which it is. is. That's Beverly Hills. Yeah, that is Beverly that Hills. That is, like, my favorite phrase. It's so funny how, like, I didn't watch the early seasons, but I know Faye Resnick. I know yeah. that Lisa Rinna smashed a glass and tried to choke Kim Richards. <laughs> yeah, I know that because they, they uh, I feel like I've seen that clip, but they also did a... They like kind of flash back to it the other night. Oh yeah, they always <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That's why I, I do need to like rewatch or start it from the beginning, like mm -hmm. once I'm caught up. Yeah, that's like on my my bucket list. Yeah, to start all shows from the beginning. I also need to watch Atlanta from the beginning and Married you to do. Medicine. Do you watch that one? I don't do Married to Medicine. I started. I like started Atlanta from the beginning, and to see those outfits. From like 2008, it is wild. Uh, it is, it's so weird. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so, are you going to BravoCon? Um, I don't have like tickets or plans right now, but I could always be persuaded. 
Oh, interesting. We'll Are you going to this? I am going. I am going all three days and I'm having, I'm hosting a live show the night before in New York City, which oh I was going to extend an invitation to you. Yeah. <laughs> to join, which Love we could go. talk about after. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm really excited. It's at a uh, cabaret speakeasy. Oh my god, amazing! Will Luann be there? <laughs> I'm trying. Yes. I even got a Giovanni dress. Oh my god, I I couldn't believe that whole like side like subplot of Real Housewives in New York because like when I was in high school, Giovanni was like a prom dressmaker, but it was like all the dresses were like too expensive and like slutty. So my mom wouldn't let us get one. So now I'm like, <laughs> this guy, like I, this guy is the guy that they're obsessed with. Like I, I didn't even know he made dresses for adults. That's so <laughs> funny. I didn't know Giovanni till the show. And yeah. when I was looking for, I was like, could I get a Giovanni? And like the first one I saw was over a thousand dollars. And I was like, I don't want a Giovanni that bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked for, use Giovanni's and I was like oh my god girls are wearing these to prom yeah like, but then I found one for like a hundred bucks it was used for some girls prom she was like definitely like in 11th or 12th grade and wearing this dress that I was like I don't know if I would let my child this nope. dress yeah. but it fits like a glove and that's I'm amazing to be that is amazing yeah my mom did not let me even like entertain that idea that when I was looking for prom dresses. Are you from New York? Yes, I'm from Long Island. Oh, where in Long Island? Uh, it's called Great Neck. That's where my brother lives. Really? Oh my gosh, <laughs> love it. That's funny. Oh, so you're uh, definitely you're a New Yorker. Is New York your like your favorite franchise of the Housewives? No, I think my favorite is Potomac. Yeah, that's really good. It's, oh, it's too good. I um made some novelty merch. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a I want Ray to live notebook, a mug, and a t-shirt. That is iconic. Oh my god. You should like send one to Giselle. I feel like she'd wear it. Maybe I should. Or maybe I'll bring one to her for or at BravoCon. Yeah. I feel like she'd love that because she's like so petty. <laughs> She had that shirt that said like free Uncle Ben or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. She's so goofy. I I love her. I love her and Karen Huger, like their banter back and forth. It's it is very good. I love it. So um what do you have coming up with Not Another True Crime podcast and the Am I the Asshole podcast? Well, Am I the Asshole? This will be irrelevant, but we are doing a live show tonight. So that will be super fun. Oh, you are? Like, yeah. Where? <laughs> uh, in Queens. Uh, it's a venue called QED. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so what so are you doing cool. a live show? I'm having my first live show. I don't even know. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun. We've done one before. So like we're going to do like the host, the, my host and I are both like comedians. So we're going to do some stand up. Um, we're going to play some games and, and do and read some Reddit situations like maybe that Harry Potter one. Oh, and my just God. Kind of like discuss it. And yeah, it'll be a good time. Are you going to stream it? Um, I don't think that we are, but we might. Uh, we will definitely record it and like release it as an episode. Very cool. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I love that. 
Well, congratulations on everything. I just want to have you on to get to know you and help promote your podcast and your your Instagram. I think you're amazing. And obviously everyone should go follow you. I feel like they already are. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so fun. I love just like connecting with people and I could talk about Bravo for hours. Yeah, same. All right. I'm